I'm Kevin O'Coin. And I'm Brian Ackley, and this is Life in the Rough, the podcast. Yeah, it is. Back again. Like we never left. How How you doing? Good. Dude, my week was fantastic. I, as you know, got an amazing deal on some new golf balls. Oh, my gosh. People are going to say it's fake. People are going to say it's fake. That's why I haven't, like, put it out to the masses. I did tell a lot of my good close boys about it because it was an insane deal. But I was scrolling through Facebook Marketplace. Obviously, you know the story, but I have to tell the fans. Scrolling through Facebook Marketplace, all of a sudden, I see just a picture of a dozen, like a a 12-pack of Pro V1s. So I'm like, huh. Click on it. Lady's selling them. $40 $40 a box. And if you read a little bit further, she says, if you buy four, she'll do 25 a box. So a hundred bucks for four boxes. Good math. Send like a, it. Send a quick message. How many boxes do you have? She said she has 10. <laughs> I'm trying to clean you out lady. <laughs> like, I'm like, all right, I would take them at, at the full 25 a box. Would you do all 10 for 200? She said, okay. So I got 120 pro V one golf balls for $200. You cannot beat that deal can't beat it with a stick not unless you steal them no it's that's a hell of a deal you you find gems on on facebook marketplace every now and again i'm telling you it well done well done my friend i will say facebook marketplace is something that i've caught myself like i just occasionally scroll through it do you do that too i sometimes i do i have alerts for like weird things like split season cord wood like oh yeah when you live in the sticks you, you have shit like that but I recently, after you, um, you told me about this, I put on golf, all golf alerts, but I don't, and it's also horrible. Cause like, I don't need any clubs. So like, what am I actually searching for? I was looking at a lot of golf carts, a lot. Of, I, and then well, I need to put the shit down. <laughs> that's what I was getting to. Like, I like maybe once a day, maybe like once every other couple times a week kind of thing. I always find myself, I'm just scrolling through Facebook marketplace. And then I will audibly say out loud why am I just scrolling through Facebook marketplace? And I'll like, I'll close out the app and I'll put my phone down or whatever. But you know what? That's why the fuck I scroll through Facebook marketplace. Cause you find crazy deals sometimes that, and you also, you had found another crazy deal on Facebook. It was a glitch. I'm pretty sure uh, for like a set of irons or something, right? What, didn't you wasn't oh, was that through marketplace in, or no it was on it was on the company's website it was like the wilson but i know i it was in a facebook group that i'm in are you in dude where's my car on facebook i'm not sure oh you should join it it's fucking cool. it's basically just like all these dudes like you and it's like you post like a, a picture or video and then like there's 500 comments and it's all like bashing you and how bad you are um but somebody posted that there was a glitch. Like they posted a full set of irons and they accidentally posted it at the price of like a single iron. So it was like a hundred. Like yeah, 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 yeah. For a full set. So like I ordered it and like the yeah, transaction went through or whatever. This was on like a Friday. And then by the time it got to Monday, they like emailed everybody be like, Hey, this is obviously like a mistake or whatever. Yada, yada, yada. Um, but no, I did actually get another awesome Facebook marketplace deal. Like, a few years ago when I got my first push cart, I got it for, I think it was 20 bucks and it lasted me for three years. Yeah. That's maybe that, four. Actually. I just got a new one this year. That's filthy. I need a, a new push cart. It's not to the point where it doesn't work. It, it completely works, but like the brake is broken. Like one of the legs I have to push in, like it don't, it, yeah. it, it is completely functional. It's fine. But like, down the road like at some point i'm gonna need a new um I need a new one i need i a new would pad. recommend 
Oh, oh yeah, you do you do need to get a good bag. I haven't pulled the trigger. Yeah, it's just ripping. Uh, t- putting too many Bud Lights in the side, and it ripped that big ass pocket. So uh, need to. That's all right. That's all right. It's we've had it for uh, for a little while. Maybe get gonna get a custom one. A little life in the rough. Um, where can you get a custom? Like, can you get um, like a Titleist or a tailor made one with like embroidery on it or can you, do you have well the real like the real custom ones they're like 500 bucks and i'm not uh, spending that um yeah. so what i'd probably do is order a bag and then try to find an embroidery guy try to hook that up dude you can definitely find an embroidery there's definitely guys like that that just like he works out of his basement he has like the really small glasses that sit like at the end of his nose he kind of oh, looks yeah. like santa claus but he just does the embroidery for like the three counties that surround him kind of thing oh yeah no for sure um yeah, so those are a couple purchases. Uh, TBD, guys, those are going to be coming soon. We're not buying new golf shoes this year. I promise. That, <laughs> I is, not, I, that is not happening. We're not going down that I, again. I actually might get another pair. I kind of want to get the same foot joys I got this year, but get a white pair. I got them in black. I would like to get the same pair of shoes just like in white. So I just have like my two pairs of shoes that I know I love yeah. and I have black and white. I am not telling you you shouldn't have more than one pair of shoes. I'm telling me that I need to not buy more golf shoes. I don't need many. more than no. eight pairs of shoes. Yeah, no, 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 you're no, saying no. To yes, absolutely not. No, I need to stop. Yeah. Um, what also needs to stop is there's some things happening in the virtual golf league, Kev. The virtual oh, golf league. I've been dying to hear about this. Uh, well, so I was lucky enough last week um, to play well. Uh, and the reason okay. I say lucky enough is because um, I was playing in a bay with a, a, a actually there were supposed to be five of us in this bay. And thank God one guy didn't show up. Uh, so there were only four. So it worked out. But in the bay next to us, buddy, Mike Price and Nate, they were on that bay. So I was kind of just, you know, hanging out in the middle because I, don't, I didn't know these guys. They, they weren't super talkative. Um, the guy, my opponent kind of was, he was a very friendly guy, but it, they weren't super talkative. So, you know, stand in the middle kind of area, chit-chatting with Nate and Matt yeah. between, uh, and Mike between, between their shots. And there were people in their grouping. Now this is where it gets a little sensitive. They didn't really care about price because he's in B flight and we're all in a flight. He just, he got put into that group because he's a 36 handicap uh virtual uh which isn't the best uh we're i think he's gonna fucking crush it come well, yeah he's like a better he's, golfer than yeah, that, oh, isn't dude, he? yeah he can go out and shoot in the 40s on nine easily like um yeah. it's just the the glitches of virtual are what get him you know what i mean he doesn't always play it safe with or you know exactly I, what i mean like i personally know exactly what you mean glitches get me too dude um but so the the rule is if when you hit a ball, if there are times where the system, the e-track system r- doesn't register, if you click a button after you hit it and it says that it's less than 0.08, like you're getting a breathalyzer, then you're clear. It, it means you get to redo. Uh, it means the shot fucked up and you're absolutely fine to take a mulligan. Now, I'm, I'm fine with that. I, I mentioned this a couple episodes ago, I'm pretty sure, because the kid kept kept doing it. Um, now I'm fine with it. If like you smash a ball and it like goes 120 yards and it's like, well, clearly you crush that thing. All right, let's go ahead and check the numbers. This and that. Now the people in Mike and Nate's group, they were completely. And I call, I said one of it when I hit it, I was like, Hazel, like 
These were shanks hitting the top corners of the left and the right portion of the screen, running over to the screen, then to check it in the background. You hear, get lucky, get lucky. Come on, get lucky. And then the number is an askewed number because they hit it like shit. Of course, the spin's all fucked up. And then they take a mulligan. As I'm watching this, I'm just like, first of all, thankful that I'm not playing against these guys because this is ridiculous. Like, all right, yeah, the spin was off, but you still shanked it 75 yards to the right. And these guys were just happily taking mulligans. Um and one of the guys is like a six handicap, um, you, you know, shanking these shots. Like, I'm sorry, if you're a six handicap, you shouldn't be, you wouldn't be shanking shots like this. Um, he hit an eagle putt on the ninth hole. It was, it was long. It was like 30 feet, something like that. And we were talking and he shushed me. Kev, I got shushed in virtual golf by the cheater, cheater, mulligan eater. Check the E-track under 0.08 seeker. You know what you should have done? I kept talking about it. No, well, no, not even (laughs) aside from, I I know what you did. (laughs) But um, after he made the eagle putt, you should have walked over to the computer and checked it. Oh my God. Nope, nope. You got to putt it again. There was no spin on that. Well, but this is also my problem with it. Like I, I may have said this before. Like I hit a, I then hit a drive and checked it and it said zero. Well, zero is less than 0.08. I'm pretty sure. That would mean that should be a, a mulligan. It goes right down the fairway, 220 yards. Yeah, I don't hit it far. Fuck you. But, like, it's just ridiculous. People taking advantage of the system, and I'm not having it. I'm not having it, and I'm just going to go out there and play my game. I The reason it frustrates me so much, and I will stop after this, I promise, but the reason it frustrates me so much is me and my friends, Nate, Mike, John, uh, Mike's but, uh, buddy Joey, like none of us are running over to a screen praying that we get lucky so we can get a mulligan. Like if you hit a shitty shot, you hit a shitty shot and you fucking deal with it. It just, right. it, it grinds my gears. We are playing for money. There are skins at, at, you know, to be earned here. There's money on the fucking table. It's just bullshit. And I'm, I'm f- kind of fucking sick of it. I'm not going to lie. Well, and if you have a good result on the screen, you're never going to go check it. That's what I would, I would start exactly. I would start doing that. Like if they, if somebody was doing that and I was playing against them and they were only checking their bad shots next time they hit the fairway, I'd be like, Hey, can you just check that to make sure it, um, it's not under 0.08 or whatever it is. They do hit it again. If it was, I did talk to the owner and he did say that they have a rule never told us originally, but a rule in place that you have two challenges. If you get the challenge, right. You don't lose it. Right. It's so if you just keep checking when you have a shitty shot and the spins off. Um, but there was a guy who, after like the eighth hole, he stopped checking because he knew he ran out of challenges and I'm just watching these guys. I'm like, I'm watching Nate play against this guy. This guy's shanking it into the corner of the screen and he's getting mulligans. Like Nate's not checking his numbers on any of the shots. It's just ridiculous. Like, I agree. It's like, let the thing do it. Like there's plenty of times I'm playing in the simulator and I hit a bad shot and I'll be like, Oh yeah, I sliced. I definitely sliced that, but I didn't slice it that bad, kind of thing. And I'm like, oh, maybe it would be off. But like, I don't check. I just like, all right, well, that's what the simulator said. Your turn. Go ahead. Yeah. Let's keep it moving. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we can play 27 instead of 18 today. Yeah. No, <laughs> absolutely. Um. So I, my apologies for that rant. Um. But 
I played fucking well. We played the back nine at Whistling Straits. The Irish. Oh, it's your home course. Irish, look at me. I'm the captain now. So <laughs> I wish you could sh- look at you like that. I just, <clears throat> I shot a 38. Kid shot two over. I had two birdies. I played well. Um, Dude. And, you're and so fucking good. And Fuck. birdied the number one handicap. So really hoping I get a skin out of that. So that's net eagle for the kid. Um. Yeah. That. Oh yeah. Yep. <clears throat> Absolutely. I I did well in my matchup. I crushed the guy. He. I think he won a hole. Um. Great guy. Um. But I just. It's match play. So it is. So you. It's match play, gross and net each hole. So you get five points for net, five points for gross. If you tie, it just carries over, and then whoever wins gets an additional 10 points. So there's a hundred points that are divvied out or 90 points that are divvied out between the match. No, a hundred points <clears throat> because of the bonus, right? Yeah. 10 points per hole. And then the, the bonus 10 um, scores aren't updated because the league's kind of in shambles after, after Jordan quit. But uh, I, huh. I watch it. He was a 10 handicap. I was playing to a 12. Hey, you played fucking. I mean, if you're playing I, to a twelve and shooting two over, like you're playing out of your mind. Oh, for sure, I'm a sandbagger. Absolutely, I need to be called I'm out on somebody that. else. No, I, somebody else needs to call me out on somebody else's podcast. Uh, no, it, listen, I get into trouble sometimes, and I had a couple rounds in the fifties. Kid had the shanks. Kid had the case of the shanks. I don't know if it was COVID. I don't know if it was COVID related. I had family members that had COVID, but I had the shanks, and that shit fucked me in a couple weeks. Sorry for the language. And your, I mean, your handicap updates over the course of the season anyway, right? Weekly, right. Yeah. 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 So it doesn't, you're not, no. it's really hard to sandbag in that type of situation. No, for sure. Like, and it's triple, not a computer. Right. And triple bogey max. So you can only do so much. Like if you're triple bogeying every hole, like <clears throat> it, like it'd be pretty obvious, right? Like if you hit a tee yeah. shot and you're just like, it's going wayward, like, all right, well that, but then if every shot's a duff, it's like, oh, what is this guy doing? Um, did so I'll, 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 we can move on from my virtual golf. I, I apologize for taking too much that I, I didn't want to spend more than five minutes on that, that, that went way too long, but did you see any of the, um, AT&T Pebble beach pro-am this weekend? Oh yeah. I watched a lot of it. Oh my God. I love this tournament. I would love to play this course. Um, Dude, uh, I, think I texted you saying that I'm like, if <laughs> whenever we're doing yeah. it, we are going to play Pebble. Yeah, a little expensive. It's almost like six hundred bucks. Um, and I, 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 like, what do you think the, the, um, the registration? Like, do you think you could just book? Like, can I get out there in three weeks? Or it, like, I, I couldn't imagine how hard it is too. Because I'm sure there's a lot of money out there. You know, I'm sure a lot of people want to play there. I, I don't know how easy it would even be to get a tea time. Dude, that's a really good question. Like, I could see. I don't know. Like you've got to be, you've got to book maybe like two to three, four weeks ahead of time, maybe. But it, it's also one of those things that like, it is so expensive to play there. Like maybe if you're a local, maybe locals have like certain times that they're able to get out. Maybe there's some sort of local rate type situation. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually it's on a resort, isn't it? Isn't it like Pebble beach resort? Yeah. Pebble beach is, is, <clears throat> is its own like little area dude. It's right on the coast. It is literally carved out. I'm telling you in a hundred years, it's not even going to exist. 
You can see yeah. the erosion from the ocean. Like, seriously, like the cliffs are just they're moving in deeper and deeper into the golf course. Like I oh, dude, over under six golf balls lost playing Pebble Beach. Over easily. Easily. Um, but easily. I, and it also I'd say like over under like six golf balls put into a fairway to the left of wherever you are because you're trying so hard not to go right off the fucking cliff into the Pacific Ocean. I will say this though. No fucking way I'm hitting the ball where Jordan Spieth hit his ball from. Mm. Hard, hard pass. Dude, like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I guess us as golfers, like, our balance isn't quite like Jordan Spieth's when he's hitting a golf ball. But, like, I'm just thinking, like, if I just, like, catch it weird, I might, like, leave forward. I don't slips. know. I'm not even going. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going anywhere near that thing. That's no, a long he, ball. He did say 68 feet. Um was the drop from there. He did say after the round, he regrets it. He wish he didn't hit the shot. And what would he have had to do? Take an unplayable and get a, yep. take a stroke. Yeah. Two, well, two stroke penalty. He picks it up and then drops it. Mm. Um, but you're like, like he's, he's not living from that. Like, I, I don't want to be morbid, but like, you're not fall. It, it was a cliff. It wasn't like he was landing on sand. He was landing on rocks before he got to the sand. Like, the, yeah, he he would be landing quote unquote about seventeen times before he got to his final destination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that movie yeah. kind of falls perfectly in line with what would have fucking happened to him. Um, oh, look at that segue! Look at that segue! I'll tell you, dude. I got screwed. Oh well, no, I had some good picks. I, um, Joel Damon. Kid came through, Mr. Oh, Bucket you had Joel hat. Damon in? We talked about it last week on the podcast. I like Joel Damon. I had bet him as a top 20. Seamus Power oh. had top 10 and top 20. Didn't have a winning pick uh, for Tom Hoagie. Been, I didn't. I, I had one on Gateway, one on Day, uh, one on Power. But uh, none of, hey, listen, none of them worked out. That's why you take those, those huge odds on Thursday, see how it plans out. And it, it doesn't pan out, doesn't pan out. Dude, um, when Bo Hostler was on, I think it was 15, he was two strokes off the lead and mm-hmm. he had like crazy odds. It was like plus 80,000 or something like that. So I was, and I saw it and I was like, oh shit, I'm just gonna throw a couple bucks on Bo and see if he goes if, birdie, birdie. If I saw that, I would have absolutely thrown like $5 on it. That's Even exactly one. what I did. Like, like, oh my God. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because the last hole being a par five, he could eagle it. Um, well, dude, he even seemed, had a chance at one point. Like he could have hold out his sand shot. Well, I mean, to tire yeah, it, but right. It was also the um, Hoagie was already in before he was hitting his approach shot. Obviously, so it was like, oh, like if he hits the green and makes a putt here, like we're going into a playoff. So I'm like, it was closer than it looked like on the scorecard. You know, though you you play the numbers there. That's where mm-hmm. you absolutely play the numbers. Yeah. Um, power collapsed. He, Seamus, he had a six-stroke lead going into the third day. He was playing um, the easiest course, and yep. he shot like five over, or no, three over, two over. It, he, it was it was two or three over. He like he did not play how he was he had been playing prior. It um, was a joke, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, if you fuck me on my top ten, top twenty bets, I swear to God, power. I mean, you're not on my team, but it was like he was trying to, though. I I know it was like, hey, fuck you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So everybody was saying how Spieth 
choked wicked bet like i don't know like, i guess you could kind of say he did a little bit but he had a crazy comeback from like if he won it was going to be like the biggest 36 hole comeback in pebble beach pro-am history oh really it was like an, it was 11 hold on let me pull it up well saturday yeah, so he here, shot here it is yeah so I, this is from this is like middle of the day on sunday Jordan Spieth was 11 shots off the lead through 36. 11 would be the largest 36-hole deficit overcome to win in AT&T Pro-Am history. It would also tie the largest 36-hole comeback by strokes to win a PGA Tour event over the last 15 years. So, like, wow. he played – he didn't play great on Thursday, Friday, but he had a huge Saturday, obviously. And, like, he was uh, – he like – after the first two rounds, he wouldn't think he was even in contention at all. You know what I mean? He just played lights out. Golf's fucking crazy, dude. Well, and that's when they're playing, you know, three different courses. Somebody's going to – somebody gets hit hard. Somebody has an easier course. Like, it, the scores are going to fluctuate, excuse me, much more on when you're yeah. rotating courses. But, yeah, I agree. I mean, I never really had counted them out. Like, the, the leaderboard was so cluttered. That yeah. after his Saturday, it was like he is clearly right in this. Um, oh, and like I he wouldn't didn't play poorly. Hoagie went yeah, nuts. I, yeah. I wouldn't say Spieth choked. I mean, he can uh, listen. He he had a couple bad shots coming down to the end, but Hoagie had the lead. Hoagie had more holes to play. He he was in position A. Like people can, sold out for Eagle on 16. Yeah. Like, see that? yeah, but people can, you can say Spieth choked, but I, I would disagree. I mean the, I, and you know, one of the reasons I love Jordan Spieth, um, he took time to, to chat with Amanda Balionis after his round on Sunday, he must've been the most frustrated person on the earth and he was like you know what no i i will do this interview and the first thing she said is thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me it you don't they don't have to do that they could blow no. him off walk right by he he's yeah all right we'll talk about it it, it is what it is you know i'm what he so has? happy he charisma. for him he's uh, dude he, he's a great guy and what's interesting is him and a uh, hoagie had battled it out in a playoff previously in their career and Jordan Spieth won it. I didn't know that offhand. That was mentioned on the broadcast on Sunday. I didn't know that. That's pretty wild. Um, definitely wild. The golf's a, uh, golf's a small, I, think about, you know, 125 players are, are making the FedEx cup playoffs. There's a little bit more on tour. Golf's a small community. We, and we've Dude. mentioned this before. Yeah. Like these guys are all friends. Like I always think about the Ryder cup. Yeah, they're not all friends with Patrick Reed. Well, no, but like, there's like so few people that are even in this in the league, essentially. That like, even the Ryder Cup, like, all those guys playing against each other, like, they're good friends with each other for yeah. the most part. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it's it is kind of a weird. Like, I think it's part part of it is probably that there's no teams. Like in other sports, like you're with your team and like those mm -hmm. are your guys. So it's like you stick with like golf. It's like you're just spending five hours with whoever you get paired up with or the two guys you get paired up with. So like you spend a lot of time with these people that you're competing against. And like, I don't know, you just become boys with them. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And you see a lot of 
that camaraderie um, on the golf course, you know, just chatting it up, you know, giving each other high fives. They were walking next to each other the entire day, just like chatting. There isn't a player on tour who doesn't like Joel Damon. I mean, the guy's a cancer survivor. He wears these bucket hats to promote cancer research. All of the money goes towards cancer research. There isn't like a nicer guy on tour. He, he, is so appreciative of every fucking extra day he gets to live because this guy was at death's door and now yeah. he is, you know, is able to do what he loves to do and he got over it. And there's no one that roots more for Joel Dame. The, these guys fucking love him. He, it's a great story. I, I really wish he could have won it not besides the ticket I had on him, but um, yeah, he kind of had a tough. He had, yeah. He's, He's a really good fucking golfer. He had kind of a tough Sunday, but like, yeah, like between and, and then like, obviously like his personality, he's fucking hilarious. Yeah. And Jordan's obviously a super chatterbox too. Like those guys probably just like talked. I don't even, I would love to know what they talked about. It had oh. nothing to do with golf. I'm sure. Everything and anything. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, On this um, subject kind of transitioning, but in terms of the, all these guys being friends and the camaraderie on tour, what are your thoughts about, cause we just had a, a tournament over um, in uh, the Saudi tournament where Harold oh, yeah. fucking holes out for Eagle to, to win, which is amazing. Um, I think a lot that of was the, such a sick sequence, like oh, watching the video of him making that and then celebrating. Oh, absolutely. Um, I think there are a couple things that go into it in terms of, like people don't like the pebble beach pro-am it takes six and a half hours to play you're playing with guys that are 20 handicaps yada yada they were paid to play in this event like that it was very clear these players are paid to go play there um what do you think about a quote-unquote super league being formed in competition to the pga tour which also is partnered directly with the european tour um, I don't know. Like, do I, it's not a question. I guess if you're asking if I like it, yes, I do like it. Do I think it's going to be a long-standing league that's going to be yeah, do you think it'll successful? Pop. No, like, I, I think it's going to kind of like, it's like the, I don't know, like the XFL, like shit like that. Like, it's going to be really hard to compete with something like the PGA Tour. And also, I'm just thinking about viewership for. Agreed like the, at least for the United States, like maybe for Europe, I don't really know like what the time zones look like over there, I guess, but like, it's tough to, for like us to watch that. Um, but for the players, like, I don't know, dude, like if I was Bryson and I got offered 115 million to go over there, like it would be really hard to say no to that. But I think it's like the traditionalist side of golf that is like keeping everybody on the PGA tour, which like I get, but I don't know. How, how do you feel about it? Like, what are your thoughts? I th- Well, I, I think you made a, a bunch of great points and I think there's just so many things to consider. I can't even wrap my head around half of it. Um, yeah. But a perfect example. So let's, and we're obviously just throwing numbers out here, but let's say $115 million for Bryson to come play on this tour. What does he make from Puma? Like uh, right now on the PGA tour, right? Because if he then goes to Saudi Arabia on for their tour and he's not on television because of when it's like, where's the money coming from? His sponsors will probably drop him. So yeah, but it's not even close, dude. Oh, I have no idea. Phil brings in, 
I, I think it's like 40 to $50 million a year in media money between him. Okay. And he's probably nowhere near Phil. Yeah. Um, but then you also have to live there, right? Like, do I mean, I, I mean, if you're playing there every week, like you got to have a place. <laughs> well, I, actually, I don't know. Cause like, it's, it's just like, maybe you just travel to the next location. I don't know. I don't know how I would handle that. Sorry. Um, I'm trying to look up and find if I can find out what the numbers are on uh, Bryson's Cobra deal. Cause Cobra and Puma are owned by the same company. So I think yes. it's just one deal that he's on. Well, he would probably have um, clothing sponsors. And then he would have um, tournament like incentives and, and shit like that. Yeah. Um, I, I just wonder, and it, it, it might not matter to all people. Like I I've heard, um, you know, like Rory and Justin Thomas say, I'm, I'm here to win majors. Like that's what, that's another portion too. Like if you're like, going to eliminate the eligibility of those people to play in those types of events, that is going to what, that's going to be what keeps people from playing there. I think it, it's also easier for Justin Thomas and Rory to say, because they're, hundred hundred millionaires like it it's much it's much easier for rory to say no i'm not going to take that money and call it a money grab whereas victor hovland or harold varner they don't have all those commas in their bank account necessarily um and and justin thomas is the perfect example too because he is such that i like i think of him as like the pros pro like he's such like a young old school guy Oh yeah, even his shoes like, look like it's from a nineteen yeah. fifties golfer. Yeah, he's all about the tradition. Like, obviously, a total country club kid. Like, he's very old school in the way he like looks at golf and in the way he appreciates golf. But I agree. Like, I think Harold Varner is a perfect example, obviously, because he just won over there. But like, you're right. He didn't have that the, that kind of bank account, and like to go over there and be able to make a ton of money. Like, you have guaranteed money going there. Like, it's right. It's worth. It. I actually, I saw, I saw an article. Phil's been in the news the last like couple of weeks, like basically kind of like bashing the PGA or whatever, because he, I, <laughs> I heard it and he's kind of yeah. out, a little outlandish with some of it. Like he, but I will say he made a statement saying that he had to pay a million dollars each time the match was played for media rights. Um, yes. now to his other, own name. Right. Now, the other end of that is how much were you paid to do that? So like, say if it's like, Hey, Phil, you have to cover this invoice, but you know what I'm saying? Like, but what we're paying you to do it is 30 times oh, more yeah. Then who the fuck cares. And you're just bringing up a point that makes him look bad, but it, I, I mean, that does seem shitty that like the PGA tour has <clears throat> ownership of the digital images of all of these shots and, and shit like that. And you could then go down the NFT route if you want, but just the ownership of it. Um, oh, hundred percent. And that could be shitty, but I did see a number um, that compared like golfers to other sports. And it was saying that like uh, the average salary on the PJ tour is like 1.7 million. Whereas NFL is like five times that, but like, they don't have salaries. Like you don't make money if you suck. Like that's the difference. It's not like, yeah, I'll draft this player. I'll give him 
fucking Sam Bradford money. Give him 250 fucking million dollars. Oh, he sucks. Oh, oh, well, we're screwed. Like you're the highest paid golfer ever. Like that's not how it fucking works. No. Um, so for golf, it's much different, but their media deals are like an eighth of what the NFL media deals is. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Like we're talking like 700 million versus like $5 billion it's yeah people don't watch golf we do but not if they watch football no no absolutely not um so going back to the bryson deal yeah so this is to put it in perspective tiger woods all time like this is aside from sponsorship deals or whatever all-time pga tour earnings 120 million and he is the highest by a large margin almost 30 million more than phil yeah, but he definitely Bryson, makes 10 times that in sponsorship. Like what they Oh, play, no, I I definitely agree. I'm just like trying to like fathom like what this deal means and yep. Bryson's deal was 135 million. For how many so years? Like, I have no idea. That's exactly what I was going to say. I wonder what it's like, but like just if you think about that, like if somebody came up to you and like would you want me to give you 120 million and I'll give you payments over the next 20 years or would you want me to give you 120 million today like I'd rather take that huge lump sum like I don't think that's what they're doing necessarily but like, yeah I mean 135 million you can live forever like be very comfortable just invest <laughs> agreed I would say someone like Bryson and I'm sure you would agree as well he's already to that point where he wouldn't have to work another day in his life and could retire right. very yeah. comfortably. But no, you are right. Um, the earnings on tour are, it, it's such a small amount to what they bring in. But yeah, yeah no, if someone's going to throw you $115 million to say, forget the PGA tour, um, come over here. They're a player. If it's, if you're money driven, why the hell not? I, personally, yeah. I don't think I would do it because I don't think I'd want to like live there. You know, I I've heard players talk about how great the PGA tour is like all the stops they go to all the different courses they get to see throughout the country. And not to mention all the people that it employs, like when people start leaving, uh, you know, if there's less players in tournaments, well, I, I actually maybe not because other people would just take those PGA tour slots, but I think the sponsorship, the talent, probably the sponsorships, I think are a huge part of it. Cause like also who's broadcasting it. Right. Like is, is Taylor made going to be the sponsor? It, 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 I, I just think there's so much and I bet people don't even give a shit what I have to say about this, but it's, just, I think there's just so much to go into it that uh, I don't think the top guys are, are would go. The, 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 no, the pure guys I, that are like, I'm looking like I Brooks Kepka. I don't think he would. I don't think he would do it. I think he'd be like, yo, fuck that. You know how much money I already have? I'm chilling right. where the fuck I live. Fuck going to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, no, I agree. And like, yeah, Bryson got the offer to be like the head guy, essentially, of this league, like the main like marketing point for 135. Like I can't I'm sure like all those other guys aren't making crazy money. But um, I saw something I I wish I had it in front of me. I I don't even know how I would search for it. But I saw something like last year on tour. 125 guys playing professional golf made over a million dollars. So it's like at that point, if those guys are making that good of money on a yearly basis, what's going to keep them from doing that and like 
who are you going to get beyond that that you're going to want to pay in that league? Like, I just don't think the league model is sustainable. Yeah, to chew through money. <clears throat> well, the money that they have is it's ungodly. It's blo- fucking blood. Money. That's, that's what they call. I guess it. that's true. That, yeah, that's what they call it. Um, yeah, but no, you are right. For the players that you know are missing cuts and I, but then what? What's the Saudi league going to be made up of? Nick Watney, Troy Merritt, Andrew Putnam. Right. Like, I, like I, and I'm not shitting on those list. guys. Yeah, yeah I, and I'm not shitting on those guys. But like, truth be told, like, I, I don't know. I just think things are a right. little bit better over here. Let me ask you this, though. Would you think that that many guys on tour made over a million dollars last year? Granted, those aren't all PGA earnings, I'm sure. I'm sure that has to do with, like, all their other deals that they have or whatever. How but many? I don't think I would. 125, I think I saw. Made over a million. That seems high to me. Yeah. No, I, I would agree with that. Um, yeah. That, that seems high to me, too. And when we're talking about it, I guess that does sound a little shitty considering like there's only 150 guys or give or take that are playing in these events. And when other athletes get paid $30 million a year, um, a contract, you know, and then probably another 20 off endorsements. Um, it does kind of be like, Oh, these guys aren't paid enough, but it, it, it's no different than the WNBA. And I'm not like saying it that it's that shitty of a product but like if you don't have enough people watching it you can't make the purses any bigger and the purses right. have already grown since this saudi talk like they they upped the purses of all the tournaments they upped the purses of all the majors like they're trying to give out more money this like popularity contest that they fucking award yearly now like i mean which is so dumb because they don't even like release them. They just say who won. They don't even like it's release so any of the stupid. stats. It's so the stupid. The parameters. Have you seen it? It's like most social media um, clips and uh, like tags and this and it's and like that. It's all like arbitrary kind of. Like it's not necessarily measured. It's so weird. If there was another Ray Rice situation by a golfer, that guy would essentially win the popularity contest because of how much he was looked up online. 100 <laughs> percent it's just it's so weird like that's why i think like obviously that's why like the saudi league kind of like started to happen like the pga tour doesn't do like i don't know they haven't changed anything like everything is still kind of done the same way and like they're trying to like i don't know every time they try to do something new like it's just horrible execution like well, the pip is just stupid like it just didn't work in my opinion Agreed, but I did hear that they donate like four billion dollars a year, or they raise like four billion dollars a year for charity, like oh, from all uh, of their events. Like that, it's that's t- awesome. I'm not saying that's yeah. not good, but like, um, but well, when you're talking about money, it's like, well, give that to the players. No, fuck that. Give that to the charities. Like the yeah, the players have money. I'm I'm not worried about players that are. I had a good weekend. I brought in one hundred twelve thousand dollars. You came in 60th. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's like Kiss. Yeah, they gave a lot of money away for 20th place. <laughs> have you seen that? I, oh, that he's done? A- absolutely. It, yeah. Listen, you don't have to come in first. And you don't have to do it, uh, win ch- tournaments to keep your tour card. Dude, think like Pat Perez, perfect example. He's been around. He played college golf with Tiger. Like, the, I, forget, I think it's the NCAA. I don't know. There's like a, he's uh, a PXG guy. Yeah, he's a fucking PXG guy. Him and P. Reef. 
there's like a screen grab from like the nineties or whatever that are showing like tiger winning this tournament by an ungodly amount of strokes. I think it was like the NCAA championships or whatever. And Pat Perez is like four or five players behind him or whatever. Oh no. shit! I didn't know that. When's the last time you heard about Pat Perez winning a tournament? He's just, he grinds out. He like makes cuts and makes his money and he has a fucking sick life. Yeah. There's I listen, if you make cuts on tour, you're going to find yourself a very healthy living. Oh, <laughs> like, come on. You're making upwards of $50,000 a week making a cut. And literally, like... You can, like, WD Saturday morning and still get paid, too, I think. <laughs> like, that happened... I think it happened to oh, it, last year. No, I, you're absolutely right. He WD'd after the cut, but... He yeah, like, a health... Still... Like, he's, like, got hurt, like, a bat. I forget what it was something weird, but, like, he still got paid. Might have been mental health. That that Matt Wolf, he's he's you never know. But so another thing, look at the field that was over. Oh god, oh, I will stop this conversation. I promise. After this, the field that was over there in the, that that tournament, a lot of young guys. It just Saudi. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, d- did you see who um, ended up losing the tournament because HV three made the putt? I did not. Bubba Watson. Oh no shit. He was leading by I one didn't watch, stroke. I, I didn't watch the tournament. I'll, I complete, oh, I, didn't, I didn't even know I didn't it was televised. It I, oh, I, I don't, it probably was. Uh, maybe it was. I don't know. No, I, don't know when I, I watched it. My, uh, Mike Price had sent me. It was televised Sunday morning. Um, but, it, you know, if it's on at 10 a.m., like, what? there I'm is watching. no market. Okay, so you're completely shutting off half of the United States because no one watches shit on replay because of the internet, right? And right. no one in California is getting up at 6 a.m. to watch golf. No, not at all. I didn't watch it either. I, I, was, uh, I was looking it up because I was curious, like, what the situation was that made him win with that putt. And, yeah, Bubba Watson was leading by one. And he had, like, that 100-foot eagle putt, had a two-putt to force a playoff, and he makes the 100-foot eagle putt to win the tournament. Badass. Uh, Harold Varner's awesome. He's a good guy. Oh yeah, I love Harold Barner. Him and um, they did that um, part of three thing. It was like him, Harry Higgs. I think it was him, right? Harold Barner, Harry Higgs, Pat Perez, and one other guy. It was like a couple weeks ago. You know what I'm talking about? I don't the know. Shorties, I think they called it. Yeah, Harry, yeah, Harry Higgs, Harold Varner, Joel Damon, Pat Perez. It's like this little like pitch and putt course down in um, Texas, I think it was, and it was like a charity event that they. That it was on like a Wednesday night on Golf Channel. Oh, that's that's like a sick foursome right there. Oh yeah, I I would I would definitely love to be on the bag for that. Well, next to the guy on the bag for that. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I don't want to carry. Just be a fly on the wall, a fly on the bag. Got the Phoenix Open. Jesus. Waste management Phoenix Open. That is correct. <laughs> that is correct. Yeah, I love this tournament, dude. I it's like I, I'd love to go to it. Oh, dude, that would be so. Maybe we look into trying to do that next year. That's a that would be a, a fun trip. I it's mean, just so it's like the closest thing you can get to golf in a stadium, kind of. In my opinion, at least was that seventeen that part three? Yeah, it's just. I mean, to be honest, I don't know. I mean, yes, I'm a hundred percent down. But when you watch those videos of people, like sprinting in uh, onto the grounds at four or 5 oh, a.m. Yeah. 
like just to get seats there and like they're not watching anybody golf for like five hours like i don't know man i i kev i don't know like i gotta pee like i don't know if i'm gonna you gotta be bring a bottle there. i i would need one of those like rubber packs that i just put under a poncho or something like i just are you gonna sit there for four hours before watching anybody even fucking play golf you're just sitting there getting riled up with the boys i'm down the duck the ropes go do some chipping and putting yeah yo i'd love that (laughs) i and i'm always down to you know drink with the boys but i just don't know if i want to do it on a bleacher like for that long i just i guess that's fair golf is ideal to watch at home everything is ideal to watch at home football uh, golf um baseball like how golf, much better is baseball at home oh yeah golf up, up, up close is great but you, you got to work for it you i mean you could just post up at a green and just watch everyone come through but like typically when i go i like to follow a group or two and watch them yeah. play and it's you're basically playing golf at that point yeah it's remarkable um i'm checking out their numbers using the the uh, the ace rangefinder from pinned it is the most accurate rangefinder out there if you use life in the rough promo code you will get yourself 20 percent off i've got one keb's got one our whole families have them and uh they're fucking accurate so i wouldn't keep using that bullshit that doesn't give you the right number because this has slope technology which is awesome out on the gorse because on the gorse the gorse i said gorse yeah um the gorsey course so if if, (laughs) on the golf course yeah by the by the pins just fucking do it moving on (laughs) i now um what else happened this week i feel like i don't don't know i did not play any virtual golf this week i am playing i'm actually playing virtual golf with the pats on saturday morning love that is it a um, place close to you guys oh yeah it's the place i always go to um it's like 15 minutes away not even All right, not bad, not bad. Yeah, it's funny. So I'm gonna go do that. Um, probably gonna. I might bring one of my new Pro V's and just hit my Pro V's into the um fucking simulator. Do you um use your own ball when you go to the simulator? Nope. No. No? They they um and I don't. There's no like. I, I don't think it makes a fucking difference, but they say. Um, you have to hit the balls that they have and they have like markers on them. Marks on them, right? Yeah. yeah. And I then I just look at my clubs after I'm like, awesome. I have a fucking marker on my goddamn clubs. Oh, I didn't realize they would mark up the club like that. I um it's, I just use the ones that they have there too. Granted, the place I go to, like there's usually three or four balls in each bay, and usually one or two of them is like a pro V or like a good ball. So like I'll usually just like grab those and hit those, but like I don't yep. really don't think it makes a difference. No, and I went to a place last week with Jack and um, in North Haven, and they were like, you can only hit our balls, and every ball was different. It was like a Pro V1, then it was a Pinnacle, then it was a Noodle, then it was a Strix. There was no marks on it, probably, I was like, yeah, nothing. I was like, this is these are just the balls you have in the room. Like, what do you mean? Right, and it's one thing if it's like a – what is it? Z strix that has like, you hit the ball and they roll down into right. the thing. And like, then the ball just raises up. Like it's one thing if that's the case, like, yeah, I'm just going to use those balls. Obviously like, there's no point, but I don't get the whole point of like using your own ball. Like the first time I went to this simulator near me, the guy I was playing with was like using his own ball. And I thought it was like kind of weird, but 
the I couldn't I didn't see any other balls in the bay so I just like grabbed a ball out of my bag and just used mine but like it doesn't make that big of a difference like we like I don't know the simulator is no. not a perfect machine anyway no so way. like why is my ball gonna make a difference I don't know I think it's fucking weird but yeah I'm excited to play some virtual with the packs you have your league obviously oh. next you have league and couple days huh yeah i got league wednesday we're recording on a monday this week getting at it early no yeah i've got um, start the week off right that's right that's right next week we're gonna have the uh the people from links drinks on i am very excited about that conversation that's oh yeah awesome um but yeah with the uh, waste management this weekend i'm looking forward to it it's our first week of fantasy golf we got 14 of us in the league we, I mean, we'll see how it goes. I've got, I've got my lineup set. I've got five guys playing in the tournament, so I, I feel good oh, yeah. about it. I don't think I I'm have gonna... mindset too. Who are you starting? Um, so I'm starting KH Lee, Sam Ryder, Webb Simpson, Sahith Thigala, and Michael Thompson. On my bench, feeling very strong about them, even though none of them are playing. Roy McIlroy, Kevin Na, Justin Rose, Cameron Smith. I mean, if those guys are the guys I'm sitting. I'm feeling okay about it. That's fair. The only guy I'm not happy having on my bench because he's not playing is DJ, which I'm does he usually play there? I don't know. Um yeah, I don't know. It says he's not playing. I'll I'll fact check that, but I got Danny Berger, Brian Harmon, Billy Horschel, Louis Usazen, and Gary Woodland. That's a nice, that's a nice solid start. It is a good start. Good start to the season. Now, is Berger uh COVID clear? Um, I don't think there's anything regarding COVID. Didn't with he with, didn't he withdraw? No, Zalatoris withdrew with COVID. Why, why did Berger withdraw this last week? Uh oh, his back. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. It. If you remember, I don't know if you remember watching the tournament before Pebble. What was the tournament before Pebble again? No, I I remember him. Um, like it was early in the round. Uh, no, it was a back injury. You're right. Um, but he finished the round with with no problem. Uh, yeah, no. Pebble Beach will not play. Yeah, like, dude, at one point he was looking like, I think it was him. He was looking like Tiger back in, uh, I forget what course they were at, but like when Tiger like dropped to his knees and stuff. That was awful. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping that's going to be a non-issue at the WM. But either way, I don't know. I like my lineup this week. I'm deciding between... Um, Chris Kirk and um, or what is it? Chris Kirk, what's his name? Yeah, Chris Kirk and Brian Harmon. But I'm not going to take your opinion on that because that would be collusion. Yep. Um, but the other four, I feel really. I mean, Daniel Berger, Billy Horschel, Louis Usain, and Gary Woodland. Like Gary Woodland's the least confident person, or the person I'm least confident in. Like I, I, I like my team. I don't think I'm necessarily going to come in first place, but I, I think second place. Is where I'm going to end up this week. It's calling second. All right. I, I, yeah. I mean, I hope I come in second. Oh, I can't wait to talk to you next week if I come in second. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I can't wait ugh, for it to start on Thursday. And uh, I haven't even looked into the bets yet. It would only be in Monday, but I wish I had some picks for you. I don't know who I'm going to use for my, I'm a, uh, yeah, I don't know who I'm going to use yet for my, my survivor. Um, John Rahm is obviously an easy choice. Uh, huge favorite, but it's dude. I think it's a little bit ridiculous. Um, the odds that they have on these, go- like on the favorite, the the past um, 
like over the past month when John Rahm's in the tournament, he's at a favorite of like, you know, plus 600, you know, six to one odds. These are like Tiger Woods numbers. And the matter of the fact is that John Rahm hasn't won a fucking tournament since the U.S. Open. And none of these guys are Tiger Woods. Uh, it's, right. it's just ridiculous. Like the public is getting screwed left and right, trying to hammer these favorites. It's such horrible odds. Pick someone plus 1500 Pick some, you know, somebody in that range, you're losing money when you're taking somebody at plus six fifty, plus 600. I, I, I mean, you're not, but like against the entire field. Yes. That's a horrible fucking bet. How yeah, like, these guys are so close to each other as far as how good at golf they are. The fact that like someone can have like the difference in odds is insane to me. And like it, it it's like it's basically negative money it, plus six hundred on the PGA. It tour. makes no sense. Last week, not not um not Pebble Beach, the week prior, John Rahm was the favorite at plus six hundred. The second favorite was Justin Thomas at plus twelve hundred. How the fuck do you tell me? that John Rahm is twice as likely to win than Justin Thomas. And then you go the rest of the field in a way it makes it so much better betting the lower guys because your odds are going to be so much better, but it just like, well, it's it's not worth betting on John Rahm to win. No, Patrick Cantlay was uh, plus seven plus 700 to win this past tournament after Berger dropped out. I'm not saying he wasn't there on the final day, but he didn't cash a ticket, did he? Yeah, Somebody but it's not that... worth the money on Wednesday night. No, no, you know no, what I'm saying? I like, completely it's ridiculous. Agree. Completely yeah, agree. I, I agree. Like, I've been looking at, I don't know, like the last few weeks, I've been looking at it, and like those top guys, it's just not, at least in my opinion. Like, I'm, I don't know, I'm sure there's, people are making money somehow, but like, if you want to bet on the top ten, yeah, like yeah. that's going to be fine. But like, it's not even. And matchups. Yeah, matchups too. Matchups are good, and then yeah, better more they place. I I mean, there's a lot of value in guys in the top twenty, top forty even. Um, Thigala, I I had him as a top forty bet. Uh, fucking plus three fifty. He didn't make the cut. He shit himself on. Oh, I didn't know he didn't make the cut. Well, he three day cut. He he, uh, finished it four under, which didn't make the cut. Um, but he shit himself on Saturday. He he would have been, if he had a decent day, he would have been eight under going into Sunday, and definitely had a would have had a shot. But uh, yeah, no, that that was one of the losers. But uh, no, I'm, I'm dude, I'm looking forward to it. We've got 28 tournaments ahead of us for the fantasy league, and uh, it's gonna get crazy. I'm sure people are gonna start. Uh, I, I'm sure the trade talks have already started, and uh, looking forward to it. Hell yeah. I'm looking forward to it as well. And we will talk to you guys after the waste management. I'm Kevin O'Coin. And I'm Brian Ackley. This has been Life in the Rough, the podcast. Peace. See you.